Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, my name is Thalia, also known as ExoThal, and you're watching The Coffee Breakup. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Breakup. Another episode. Yes. So we have Thalia. Hi, everyone. How, How are exciting? you? <laughs> super so, excited. Yeah. To have you. yeah, we are super excited. Me Obviously, too. you expressed interest to come in. So um, you're one of our first followers. You know, yeah. it, it was actually really, really cool. You know, when, when we saw that. So before we begin. Well, I'm trying to get into that. I'm trying to flow into the I thought you were going to, that's how we start off. No, I'm trying to be smooth with it, though. Okay. Okay. He's trying to spit some game, I get it. No, I really like that. We're trying to. Ah, yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. Yes, so before we dive in, please like this video, subscribe, comment down below, share with your friends, click the link in bio, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes. And check out the website, The Coffee Breakup. Check out the website, up. The Coffee Breakup. We love y'all. Thank you for the support. Keep Keep supporting us. We love it. Yep. Now, Miss. Now, can I go back to the, to the fun stuff? Thank you. Let's, Thank you Let's do it. All righty, Senorita. So, obviously, um, we like to get to know our guests a little bit. You know, we, get, we talked a little bit. But for those of, you know, the people who don't know you, this is your time to introduce yourself. Okay, so I'm Cuban. I was born and raised there until I was 10. I moved here when I was 10 because my mom won the lottery, actually. Oh, yes. Okay, cool, cool. It's this lottery that pretty much allows your family and your stepkids to come to the United States for I've, free. I've heard of something. Yeah. yeah. So we, my mom was lucky and she won it. And that's how we came here. Ever since, I feel like um, I had to overcome the language barrier, which makes me even happy to be speaking into a microphone speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> really. Because yeah, right. um, Spanish is my first language. So ever since, I feel like um, I st- I've always been an artist. Since I was little, I've modeled, I've uh, danced. Uh, and I feel like now it's really when I'm coming into like my full form. How old are you? I'm, awesome. I'm 24. Yeah, yeah you're a young not, bug. Yeah, yeah that's I, not even, I feel like that's not even your full form because no. 24. No, you have so much. I've, I've, well, I've I feel like a lot of potential. Okay, how do I say this? It's like a le- you're always gonna keep growing. Sure. But I feel like it's come together that I've understood my past. Mm. So I feel like what I did as a child, what I did in Cuba, modeling, um, dancing, and just being in front of the camera has helped me now. Right. Like now is when I'm seeing my childhood hobbies pay off right because now like, they're turning into a career yeah right i feel like you seem like you have you're somebody with a purpose right mm-hmm, and 100%. so at 24 years old that's not something that's too common you know not at all okay. yeah. Yeah. at 24, 24 i was you don't, know, you don't know what you're doing but it seems it crazy. sounds like yeah but what were you guys doing at 24 <sighs> partying <laughs> music festival yeah i, mean, I do do that as well yeah I mean, yeah, but, yeah but, but yeah but i was still figuring out what i wanted like i was where was I work? I think I was already in. No, wait, twenty four. Weren't you like at? The- I was already. I was already in banking, but man, I would have like benders like on Friday, <laughs> like go out, and then Saturday I'd show up. My boss would be like, "Are you drunk?" And I'm like, "Maybe." Yeah. <laughs> I run to the office. <laughs> I was bad. I was bad. Now, yeah, right. I need forty eight hours to recover. But, uh, but on on the professional side, it took me into what last year, two years ago, when I reached out to you, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Dude, you know, I've helped you with your stuff. Like, I want to try to expand." That's when I found my purpose. But I was like twenty seven, twenty six, and change. 
So I was already, I think the 25 mark for me is when I was like, yo, after he hit wake, you know up. Yeah, after, wake up. Yeah. yeah. After I hit 25, it was like, okay, like, like things started to fall into place and life events happened. And, and I really started to dive in into who I, who I am and who I want to be. So the fact that you're 24, you're already. I feel like that's what I'm going exactly. through right now, actually. Oh, like, really? I, yeah. After I left nightlife, I feel like that's when I started to figure out, like, okay, like I've been fogged up in this light life or yeah, because yeah, yeah. you go out drinking you're working late nights and you're kind of lost you know you're kind of just you. doing the motions but you're not really there so i feel like after i left that job is when i really was like okay like what do i want to be like i need to stop going into work for somebody else and what do i want to make for myself yeah i feel like my purpose is really just to be myself authentically all the time so you, you're mentioning nightlife and obviously we spoke off camera but just for people who, who don't mm -hmm. know you who you are like what is it you used to be in, in the nightlife industry i used to be a drink? bottle girl okay. i started oh, as a bottle i started actually as a server okay so i used to do like the whole food and drinks and then i just went into bottle service once i went into like more of a club scene mm -hmm. and then from the club scene i turned into a bartender because okay. bartending was the best one i think i'll say yeah very independent like you're not relying on people yeah. you're behind the bar which i always recommend this like as a girl working in the nightlife industry like i'm so happy you're getting uh -huh. yeah. you get guys like you know that type of scene so the bar gave you like that distance of like the client mm -hmm. and you yeah. and that's what made me a little more comfortable like in the last couple months that i worked what was it like when you were you know doing bottle service and you were you were a server um like give us a little bit of stories or things that you've gone through of like maybe guys you know probably i don't know crossing the line or doing things like is that it really happens all the time every talking, night i was yeah. talking to west the other day because he, he sent me a video and it was about um it's about like these i don't know if they were asian or they were in asia but they were you know asian people mm -hmm. and I, they had like these guys that they would just approach them and like they were just like vloggers recording themselves mm -hmm. yeah and then the guys would like approach them or like be very disrespectful and like yeah it's like dude like this is a normal thing and they're just like non-stop going wait, wait, uh, no 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 keep oh you're scared forgive me um no yeah so <laughs> i it was just like, like i saw it and i'm like bro this is so disgusting so then i think of you actually being directly in the industry like these people are just recording themselves in front of like a like a building mm -hmm. but like what are some things that you've encountered where it's like okay that's yo, something that i feel like as soon as you take the job you should know it's gonna happen because it doesn't. That's so sad. It happens like, every night. Think about it. People are going to the club to do what? Get get fucking. I mean, sorry. It's okay. Get it's drunk. Okay. Get drunk. Right. You get me? <laughs> I'm like, they go to get super drunk. So then, once you mm. get drunk, you lose control, and then they, that line of like, okay, I shouldn't touch her or I shouldn't grab her like that. They lose it. it. They lose it. Right. They can call you names. Like, do you got the girl, the jealous girlfriends? Those are a big thing too. You have the girl who like. Her boyfriend's the one paying for the bottle, and then you're just trying to get the payment, and she's looking at you like, "Yeah, yeah, but I'm there, just doing my job." Is there a part where you have to like over? I don't want to say overdo it, but like, kind of give off this thirty vibe or like this super high like uh, hospitality type persona, right. like or you service. Maybe you, you service. feel like you're getting you, you're gonna get more in tip, or if you if you're a little bit more friendly, or, or right, think, right, right, okay. right, right. I think as your job is to make the guests feel welcomed. Sure, you okay. know, okay. so you have to sell the experience that like they're at the club, and you're there to give them the experience to have fun. But you never cross the line of like being too friendly. So you have a professional approach. Of to course, this. always. Yeah, I, like I always okay. did, and I feel like that's what helped me throughout the process too. Because when guys guys did grab me, like my my butt like this and that but i'll always get them kicked out be like no kick him out like he crossed lines yeah that's happened to me too i feel like i guess if, if you know there's guys who pay that type of money for for the service and stuff like that they feel like it comes with certain mm -hmm. expectations like okay i'm paying x amount of money for this i can touch her or i can do this or not 100%. only that like right. you're having a conversation with them so then they start thinking oh she keeps talking yeah, to yeah. Me. Like, we and had it's a like, brief it's just conversation my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's interested in me she went, you know, and i'm like no bro that's yeah. a job <laughs> right yeah, you've yeah. Seen that? like yeah. exactly exactly and it happens too that you're at the club so you're really not speaking like this 
speaking like this. Yeah, right. super intimate. Can't hear into each yeah. other. So it's like, what was the payment? What was this? And then they get confused there sometimes too. Oh, That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So then, what about when it comes to like the guys that you meet? Because I can imagine when it comes to like that nightlife and and you working there, how do you? How would you meet people if so? Are you single? Or are you seeing somebody? Um, I'm single right now. Single right now. Awesome. How long have you been single for? I've been single for officially single. Sure. Okay, you know how relationships yeah, can be sometimes yeah, on and off. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've been single for two years. Two years. Okay, but you've been you were in the industry for how long? Three years. For three okay. years. Did some. you? So you must have dated someone throughout mm-hmm. that. So before you get into that person, when it came to dating, how did you like know if a guy was worth it, or how did you meet like a, like the good guys away from like always being in that field? Um, I mean, I feel like I started dating before I got into the field. So, and the person that I was dating then was in the field as well, ah, just in another profession. So yeah. that's when it comes that you guys kind of have the same lifestyle. So you meet halfway, can I say? And it was easier yeah. to kind of understand It's easier, each but lifestyle. it's even harder mm-hmm. sometimes because think about it, it's nightlife. Like you meet people, I meet people. It's like, you're at that club, I'm at this club. Like, you know, that re- things are overcome as well. I, I think you got to really have a, a deep sense of respect and trust for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like this, per, that's her job. This is his job. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's all it is. And at the end of the night, we're with, with each other. Same I think thing it's with, more about like the person knowing that it's just their job, you right. know? Yeah. Because there's people who are not going to have like that respect for you as a partner. And they're going to be like, it's my job, but this comes with a job. And it's like, it doesn't. Yeah, they you won't know? understand there's, that. They won't understand. Yeah. So you feel scenario. like it's, if you're in that industry, you have to, to date people who are also in that industry? Like No, the, I don't think so. You need somebody who accepts the fact that it's just your job. But don't you think that most of those people are are in in the industry because they understand it? Because I'm a banker, for example. Mm -hmm. You're in the nightlife. You and I would be near impossible because there is no... It's hard for me. I mean, I'm very open. But in any other situation, like let's say an office uh, office job, Mm -hmm. someone who works at the office... That will never, it'll, it'll be hard because they're going to be like, oh, why is she out so late? What is she doing? She said she was going to be home or that she finished like at three, but it's five and she still it's hasn't true. come back. It's you true. see like now no one is going to understand that unless they're in that industry. I agree. I can see that. So the guy you were dating at first, he was already in the, in the he industry. He was already in the industry. And then have you dated guys you know, after him that were not in no, the industry? No, that was my last relationship. Really? And then you... Mm-hmm. But like usually when you have you met guys that oh, are... Oh, I've so, met guys that are outside of it. Outside well, of it. Well, usually like what you get is like the outfit you know like the girls are in little booty shorts you're in little tights like that isn't it's uncomfortable now that i'm outside of it even to look back at it Mm. so that i judge it it's just i would understand if i had a partner who was not in the industry and was like hey like i don't want you wearing that it's understandable i don't think i would want my girlfriend in little thongs like walking around selling bottles it's an uncomfortable situation it's not for everybody it's not for everybody um so right now you're not dating anybody no i'm not would you date now that you're out of the industry? Would you date somebody who is in the industry? Yes. You would? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like, how can I look down on it? Like, I was in it. You know, I can understand it even more. As long as the person knows respect and I can trust you and mm. you trust me, like, I don't care that you work at the club. Yeah, but then what if, like, you know, so, like, right now you're working for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what hours, I mean, you kind of make your own hours. Do yeah, you, but I when you pick hours. them, do you pick like during the day? Do you pick maybe in the evening, at night? Usually, since it relies on gigs as well, like modeling gigs, it's really just all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a set schedule. I'll work on a Sunday, I'll work on a Monday at 3 a.m., at 1 a.m., at 12 p.m. It doesn't really matter for me. But I do think, like, when it comes to schedule wise, what I schedule myself is like Monday through Friday, I handle everything that I need to do. So, then what about someone if you were to date someone in the nightlife? Exactly. It's going to be a conflicting schedule. When would you see him? I'll yeah. go to the club and see him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I just don't think I would. 
I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. Like, if you want to make time for me, we're going to make time. Exactly. Yeah, as long as you want to make it work. Fair. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. The as person that works at the bank will stay a little later just to see. <laughs> that, that's fair. Mm, and the fair. girl who works at the club could wake up a little early too and see her boyfriend. Like, it's all about effort. <sighs> you like, the like man, it's tough. Like, you it, have to yeah. have a really strong connection to. Because, like, everyone's looking for, for almost like a perfect partner, but, you know, it's, it's kind of it's hard to find that perfect partner. You know? What about long distance relationships? That's even harder. Oh. And people do it. Have you have you dabbled with it? No, would you do it? I think I would. Shut okay, the hell look, up. this is how I think I would because I see myself as a woman who eventually I'm gonna have to travel for work, and if I have to leave you and because I have a to go to Paris to do something, you shouldn't have a problem with me leaving for two weeks because I'm working. But I'm doing not, what I love. Well, yeah, but that's really not long. <laughs> I mean, talk, we like talk long distance, like like six More months, a year. Oh, if you go on, no, on no, exa- no, that's no. long, long that's distance. Long. <laughs> I'm saying like we go apart, oh, like, so, like for a couple months and stuff. Not. Like then that's okay. yeah. I mean, that's more understandable, but like long distance, like, you know, you, you've, you've been in a long distance relationship. Okay, so was tell I? me about that. Uh, I'm not in one now, so well, clearly it didn't work. But no, how was your exactly. experience? I don't even, when? Uh, it was like Tampa, Miami, Tampa. Oh my God. I mean. I don't want to get too into it. I got it. But, but it was, you've it dabbled was, with it. I did. It was disastrous. Oh. I found out a lot of stuff. Um, It just wasn't, it wasn't ideal. But do you feel like it was because of the distance or just because of the person? That's a, that's yeah. a very good question. <laughs> Damn, I, you want to sit on this side? Yeah, <laughs> you want to suit everything. <laughs> I think it was the latter. Um, yeah, I think it could have been. It could have been the person. I, I mean, it was a very delicate, and I don't want to get too into it. Yeah, I've spoken no. to her. You know, we, Distance we, is a factor. Sure. But I don't think it's the main factor. You know? No, but I think it could open up influence. Um, you know, kind of def- depending on where you are and who's around you. Mm-hmm. It also comes down to the person, what they're willing to expect. And this one was a little bit delicate. She had an opportunity to go for a job. Turns out that the guy who offered her the job didn't really care to give her the job, just wanted her. Um, happens all the time, too, in, in the industry. Really? I'm sure, yeah. Of course. Well, I don't know. And man. as soon as you get into the job and you say, like, hey, I don't want to get with you, it's like, now, like, they bully you in the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, try to, they try to force you out. That actually, yeah, happened, like, to, that actually happened to my ex as well because she was working at a restaurant mm-hmm. and then the boss or manager who hired her was, mm-hmm. like, trying to get fresh, like, touch her leg and stuff. And she's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Oh no, no. it's real life situations. Yeah, that happens for sure. Um, okay, I guess long distance. Uh, maybe long not. distance. Yeah, don't do it. Right. No. no, don't it's do no. it. It's Although no it's not for the coffee it, break. It's a no for me. <laughs> now. I'm. I would be open. No, actually, you know what? I I would not be open to it. I don't think I, I could. No, it. because I'm like you know very physical and 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 I need like attention and I kind of like that partner. too though. Yeah, really? Like if I go too long without seeing you, I'm like, do I even know you? Like, I don't know. Yeah, this I don't think I'd be able to do long distance. No, never again. I learned a lesson. No. It's one of those things that like they kind of like uh, scar you. you know? I guess you I guess you know it's Trauma. okay to try. You need to yeah. heal that. You need to heal that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about moving to to California. Ah, yeah. Got PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. I felt that. Um, okay. So then, right now, um, so you had said that you were kind of like off and on, you unofficially. So when was the last time that you kind of dabbled with somebody? Um, I would say that was like around like, uh, five months ago when it was really like off. Okay, five months. And so, what what kind of uh, uh, industry, I guess, is he in? It was, he was in the music industry. Music okay. industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what occurred there? What was? What, how come it wasn't? Why didn't it progress? It's the person. It's about their morals, you know? <clears throat> okay. Like I told you, like I could be a bottle girl. And at the end of the day, I can go to my job and leave. And I would not get anybody's number. I would not be interested in anybody else because I love you and I'm coming home to you. But I guess for guys, it's different. Or just for that person, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What, he wasn't? It just comes with the lifestyle. Like sometimes 
girls are gonna be throwing themselves at you and if you don't have self-control like that's my main thing do you have self-control because temptation is always gonna be there temptation is gonna be at any job whether you're at the bank or you're at the club temptation is gonna happen <clears throat> do you have self-control are you sure of who you are that you can be like no it comes down to that and, and that's kind of what happened in that situation mm-hmm. okay um so what is it that you're looking for in a partner? Like, what is it like? Are you in open to date or are you saying? I'm hey, open to date. Okay. I'm always open to date. I feel like life is about experience. Okay. I don't always say something like, oh, I'm dating to marry. Sometimes it's just date. And then you do marry. Or sometimes it's just date and you learn from the experience. Right. You know? It, is marriage something that you're striving to achieve or yeah. you look forward to? Or you yeah. I want the marriage. I want the kids, the dog, oh, <laughs> the cat. The, the, the white picket fence and everything. <laughs> But what I would look for in a partner, I think I want somebody who loves themselves. Because yeah. if you don't love yourself, how do I expect you to love me? Sure. Like, it comes Beautiful. down to that. Like, how if you love me more than you love you, then we can't work out. That's true. Okay. That's how I feel. So so what would be, like, a, a non-negotiable? Like, now you're dating and, 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 mm-hmm. and you're meeting somebody. What is something that we say, like... Uh, get, I know where you're getting yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 no. No, this morning he sent me a picture of, like, a card, and that was a question. That was a question. So I see why he's yeah. trying to... <laughs> slide it on slide the it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like what is it non-negotiable? Like now, like when you're dating somebody or, and you see something like, yo, this is a no for me. I'm gonna remove myself from the situation. Yeah, that's a good question. So what about you? How about you give some examples? Okay, tell me. Uh, non-negotiable for me, for example, would be <coughs> so, somebody that doesn't share the same like lifestyle, the same dreams, oh, the same ambitions. That is big for him. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I love traveling. I love doing new experiences, <coughs> and, and 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 I love like living you know i think life is so much more than just working or just doing this and this adventure and this. being adventurous being creative being open-minded to new experiences yeah some people say listen i just want to do this and, and for the rest of my life that, which is okay mm-hmm. but that's not something that that i would align myself with it's just a different lifestyle um so i think for me that would be a non-negotiable um yeah for me it would be someone who's uh, uh it's kind of shitty and a little bit selfish but, <laughs> but okay. i think that it's that's yourself. important yeah um someone with um Someone healed. I can't deal with someone who's has the, too many personal problems because I have enough stress as it is. Someone who isn't healed, isn't it? No, someone who is healed, who doesn't have like, you know, baggage or, or they don't have a lot of them. Um, like, you, you know how some people, they feel like they need, you know, a you little bit of support. Not, not so much come fix them, but they need some sort of support. Mm-hmm. I need someone who has their shit together because I don't have my shit together. So it's a little bit selfish on my end. You know what I mean? So, you know, I've dated someone in the past and, you know, they were a great person and... But they just had so much of their own personal issues that I was just like, yo, I can't deal with this. Well, I feel like when you meet somebody, everybody has personal issues. That's like inevitable. Like it's going to happen. But are you dealing with them? But don't put them on me. I think that's the line of like, you could be stressed out and I'll be there for you. But I can't feel like I'm fixing myself and you at the same time. That's And that was my problem with that person where it was just too much for me. I could not deal with it. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it was way too because it's like I'm trying to figure myself and I'm trying to grow myself. Like there's too much on my plate Mm -hmm. to now have to make sure I cater to you and, and it's a little shitty because again if someone's more put together for me it's easier because we can we, we don't have to always talk about bullshit because mm-hmm. if it's i'm talking true. about bullshit but then i talk about good stuff and then you're talking about bullshit it's like we got too much bullshit to deal with both of us you know yeah like, like why not separate deal with our shit and then maybe we could work out later that yeah that's like super you know? big for me yeah i feel like if you have a lot of personal issues like why are you in a relationship we kind of like you get yourself somebody, together yeah. like you know focus on you and then be like, okay i'm ready to be with somebody else now But but yeah, I hundred percent get what you're saying. Yeah. Go go. I hundred percent agree with that. But I also feel like it's it's a beautiful <clears> thing when you're meeting somebody and you're dating somebody and you're helping them become better. True. But at the same time, you you, you want to re- be able to reciprocate that. You, they, you want them to make you feel better as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's, it's 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 a special bond that you're creating when you both lift each other up. And I think that's the very foundation of of, of dating and of a relationship. 
Well, um, what you were saying, it's kind of like when you meet each other, right? And like I'm helping you and you're helping me. But there's sometimes that <coughs> you're trying to help them and they're not trying to help themselves. That's the problem. I think that's where I'm coming yes. from. You know? Because like, I'll give them, you know, I'll, I'll, there's two ways to do it. You either give them advice or you just listen. Right. You know, when they need something. Mm-hmm. And I did both. And even then they were still, it was completely broken. Right. And I'm just like, you need to deal with your own shit. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't do it for you. Deal with it and... And and once you're healed, maybe sometime. But <laughs> I couldn't at that time. I was no. like, dude, like you know, this is not it's not working out for me, dog. I think a no for me, like a break or no deal, it'll be like even not spiritual. I not feel like spiritual. I don't care what you believe in, but Ooh. I need you to believe in something like that's higher than you. Okay. That's my no because I feel like that is my main thing in life. Like I always, I am very spiritual and I pray to God. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't care what God you pray to. I respect everybody's religion, but I need you to have that faith of like. You know there's something higher out there and you have a purpose in this life. You know, I don't want somebody who's just going through life thinking that their actions doesn't affect the next thing that comes. You know, a lot of people think like, oh, no, like what I do now doesn't matter because my life is already like written for me. Mm. Mm, I'm not really into that. I think you're in control of your life and your actions do have consequences, good ones and bad ones. So I want to share that bond of like we know why we're here and like we know there's something higher for us. I can see how that could be definitely non-negotiable because if you ha- if you had if you're not aligned in that aspect, because that's a very fundamental belief that you have. And mm-hmm. if you can, if you don't have that with somebody, I mean, that kind of fractures the whole situation. I, I think so. I think so. What if they have um, that belief, but it's into themselves? If that's, so now let's think about this. Okay. Okay. Instead of you thinking of some sort of like, you know, higher supreme being, it's like, well, I need to do what I can for myself to be as great as I can. It's almost like, you know, but that is what I believe, you know? Yeah. So it's like back into you. Yeah. I mean, if you're being honest, I think we're all like gods and goddesses. That's truly what I Beautiful. believe. Beautiful. That's yeah, kind of the direction I was going Yeah, with. I, I strongly believe that, you know? But there's an example, and we have it. It's like there's an almighty, and it's like how could you not aspire to be that great? How do you want to live life just mediocre? That's, mm. that's fair. I'm not into that. The, where I was coming from. Have you ever taken shrooms? I've never taken shrooms. Have you ever taken shrooms? Yeah, I have. Oh, that's pro- okay. Is this why you're? Because I, 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 I haven't. But I haven't. it's not why I'm like this. No, 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 no. But I, no. But the <laughs> thing is, those who have are more accepting and understanding of that because I've, I've never done shrooms. Mm-hmm. Kind of curious because, <laughs> dude, it takes you to that to yeah, this level of of, of awareness. awareness, awareness of your like, yo, like this. There is more than just this. So I saw this video of a guy. He goes, oh, one day I woke up, you know, we were camping and I just went on, on my little kayak to the middle of, of the lake and I took shrooms. And then my, when I got there, dude, like I felt like I laid back and then I, I was God. He goes, I was God. And they're like, you mean you were like God? I'm like, no, 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 no. I was God. Wow. So there's these different types of experiences that mm-hmm. people have that you see that. So then that's when I, now I'm now, now with the research that's getting behind that, it's more of. This isn't things that like loopy people take. Like there's some there's some research going into this that's actually being like they're trying to understand. Well, so I feel like if you overdo it, then you lose. Okay, like you can get high, right? Yeah. So I said you get high on the shrooms, but you're feeling to stay on the ground because you're still living like a human experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't start believing that you're really like God and like I say like you have no effect on what happens. No, true. You know true, that true. happens as well. Oh, so there's like a little fine line of sure. that. Well, we're humans. You get me, but we're still have a spiritual side. Yeah, so I, I feel like there needs to be like a balance. I think yes, I think as long as you're like in touch with with your spirit or or, or or if there's a higher power or just you know be in touch with who you are and and kind of realize that there's more out there than just you and what exactly. everyday emotions that you're going through. Exactly, I think that's also very vital. I totally forgot what I was gonna say, and I remember when I said I don't want to forget. Oh, I thought you already said it. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I yeah. into that. 
them. Do you um, believe you are God, though? Like you're an extension of God? I believe we all have the power to mm -hmm. create our own destiny. So mm -hmm. if we need some sort of, so people, they have their, their faith. Mm -hmm. you know, they believe in something, and that's what drives them. I have that for myself. So I think that I'm in control of, of what, what's around me. Your if, outcomes. If I bring in good energy, good energy is going to be emitted Agreed. back. You know what I mean? Yeah, the way I see it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to come No, no, it's just that. Yeah. Like, I chase. I don't, chase, I, like, I, I don't feel like I need to prove anything to anybody or, like, chase something mm -hmm. to get me there. I feel like that's all in me. If I believe in myself and I push myself. Agreed. That's what I need. Agreed. And that's what makes me happy. And if no one around me is, is upset. I told her yesterday. That it was, what is it? If if nobody wants me there, that's enough for me to not want to be there. Mm -hmm. you know 100%. I mean? Like now I don't want to be there. So it's almost like that. Like I'm in control of my outcomes. I'm in control of my environment. Mm -hmm. So that's where I put my faith in. For me, the, the biggest thing is like, I want to make somebody else's life easier and better. So if I can go through life helping other people, for me, that's the greatest so thing. So is that your purpose? You yeah, feel like? Like I feel, yeah, like if whether it's the podcast, my writing, my, my, my poetry, my books. Mm -hmm. If I can help somebody else, even if it's just an insignificant, like a smallest matter i mean it brings me so much happiness me too and, and so you don't know where you go you don't know who you meet you don't know who you cross when you're crossing the street smiling at somebody telling somebody hi or whatever and you're making their day and it's like you know you you you, you are good because you want to do help other people be good for others and same thing with with, with karma or, or spirits and, and putting good out in the world and mm -hmm. it'll be reciprocated i think if everybody was living that way seven billion people would live to, to make other people happy Man, it'll be better. It'll, it'll, the life would be a better but not, world. But think about it this. Like, you're okay with being vulnerable. You're okay with showing through a mic, through a writing, that you're just like other people. Sure, of course. Other people don't want to do that. They don't want to relate to other people. They want to be like, oh, I'm better. And I've never mm. made those mistakes that you've made. But we're okay with being like, I've made the same mistakes, and that's okay too, to make people feel understood. I 100% I, I get what you're saying. I think we're doing it on a public uh, platform. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that reach out to Christian, that reach out to me, the, you know, the coffee breaker, and they say, listen, I can re resonate with what you guys are saying. Mm -hmm. And they might not be uh, as courageous to be vulnerable in public, but they read their stuff, they watch their stuff, they, mm -hmm. they, they, they are affected by it. So not everybody has that courage to be vulnerable on, on a public uh, platform. Exactly. <laughs> but if they're watching us, if they're listening to us, they're like, man, these people, I, I can resonate with that. And hopefully that will inspire them to, to live a little bit more uh, courageous. You guys get messages too, like with people that you inspire. And they're like, oh, you inspired me to do this. I get random strangers. Like that to me is like life's biggest gift. Like that person did not have to come and write this paragraph to me saying thank you. For yeah. something that I didn't even know I did. Yeah. I'm posting for fun. I'm posting my life. I'm actually being authentic, just showing you. Beautiful. And they're sending you messages like, you've changed my life. Like, you inspired me to open this clothing line. And, da, da, da. and I'm just like, thank you. Well, right. thank you for inspiring me because they don't know that I'm actually thankful for them. You know? Absolutely. There's a photographer that you worked with. Um, ba Balusa? Ba Justin. Justin. Mm-hmm. I, I showed I told her man he did one you were like painted in something like gray or something yes I think I saw that I, what did I tell you that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life and I wrote to yeah. him and I was like dude this is flawless like I don't know what to keep going because he didn't have a lot of followers so I'm like mm -hmm. you know what I appreciate so much when people tell me I'm doing a good job yeah because Agreed. I started it for that reason like I wanted to help people I did it for him and I thought mm -hmm. it was so impactful I'm mm -hmm. like you know, I want to do a podcast. That's when we were like, oh, dude, let's do it together. Like, I helped you. And I can imagine that we awesome. can get together. So then this is why we started doing it. And I remember the, the times where people would tell me, like, man, thank you so much for helping me. I'm like, dude, let me give that back. And I saw that. And I mean, I've, I've seen his other work as well. And that one, man, that one struck to me because it was so elegant and mm -hmm. so graceful. 
I yeah, me and him work together. I like pretty much, essay. he was a photographer, and I'll be like, they're creative directing the same thing that I'm doing now, and modeling. So since we were already close friends, it was so easier. So like, it was easy to just work together. I'll be like, this is the vision that I have, and he'll be like, we could do this like this, like this, and we'll create magic and like instantly. Do you do you like doing? Do you like being in front of the camera? Or do you like directing on the? This side is the hardest the question you're gonna ask mm. me today. It's hard. I think fine. okay. Recently, I've read a book, right? And I read this book called The Artist's Way, and I'm on chapter I think three. And what it has unlocked for me is that I do enjoy being behind the camera. I love it. I love bringing my vision to life through other people. But I think I want to be the one in front of the camera. Like, I want to be the artist. I want to be the main. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I told you the same thing. Remember, the, the man, I had these these like ideas of making some videos, and mm -hmm. but I wanted to direct them. But then I'm like, I can't see anyone else who would do it unless uh, I'm on yeah. the front exactly. of the camera. I think I'm the one that's the right person to, to That's do what that. I learned. I guess it also depends on the project, because like there are certain projects where you feel like, man, I can envision myself doing this, or maybe I could be better at instructing people exactly Or maybe you, you, have, you see someone, you're like, that's the person. Yeah, that's I've done you, that. I've done can, both. Yeah, and then you express your art through this person. But right? think about it this way. The reason why I'm answering you that I want to be the person in front of the camera is because I want somebody to be directing me. You get me? Why can't I have somebody have their magic and I bring it alive for them? I guess you have that's to a gift yeah, as well, right? But you have to connect on on a, on a deep level with this person so you can understand where they how they want you to. Yeah, because what if directed. there's a clash that they see something one way and you think oh, I think this would be better, but they're directing you. You see what I've I had mean? that problem too. That's what I'm thinking. That's why when I'm when I when I thought of doing that, like when I wanted to create whatever, mm -hmm. I'll explain to you guys later. But <laughs> I thought it was, it was, and I told you it was a genius idea. It was nice, right? Anyways, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. But I'm like, what if I put someone there and I'm like, oh, it's not right. That happens to me too. And then then they're like, oh, but I'd rather do it this way. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Well, look, <laughs> we this is the thing. As do. a director, if I'm hire, hiring you as a model. I'm the director. You're just exactly. a model. Exactly. Which is the part that as a model, it's hard because sometimes you're like a puppet. Like, move you here, move you there, and you're kind of just like being tossed around. Right. You know? I think it's beautiful when when you as a, the model also have some influence in the being a director. Especially yeah, I agree. Like you watch uh, some really, really good movies, Hollywood movies, and a lot of the, the actors say, listen, this the director did such an amazing job, and we worked together in such a uh, mm -hmm. profound level. So the outcome of it is, is such a, a great project. So mm -hmm. I think when you have a good director and a good uh, model, uh, and, and or an actor, whatever, and they can work together, I think that's I think that's, that's really, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's think whether you're energy. in either position, like or model, or you're the director, you need to be open to criticism. And you yeah. need to be open-minded. You know, because sometimes you think that that's great, but somebody that's on the team might have an even better idea. And you're mm -hmm. like, hey, but you need to be open to accept it because a lot of people are going to listen to the idea and they know it's better. But they're like, I'm mm -hmm. the director. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what's wrong. You know, as a director, like if I have the photographer, like when I worked with Justin, he'd be like, I actually think she should wear this. I'm like, you're right. She should. Mm. You know, it's yeah, a team. It's that. a team. Like you need to have like that chemistry in the team. Yeah. Like, And you got to be humble. Like okay, accept that criticism you know that mm -hmm. it's only gonna help the project in, in and the model needs to feel comfortable that's mm -hmm. one thing like that's like the main thing on set for me like i need the model to feel as comfortable because i need her to execute my idea the best as she can and if right now let's say the, she feels like she's posing and she looks uncomfortable right. the image comes out uncomfortable yeah. you see it in the expression yeah so that's also essential. Yeah, like they have to have fun with it as well like they mm -hmm. have to you know want to be there and 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 enjoy that that experience with you and if you're happy it's almost like when we have guests on exactly when they yeah. first the same thing. they're like super like blocked off and i'm like oh, you know we got to break that ice if not they're gonna continue being uncomfortable and then once like it flows and they're like oh, okay yeah let's do whatever <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Talk about whatever yeah, yeah if, if we think about our best episodes the person has always the, the person on the on the other side of the camera has always been comfortable and open and vulnerable mm -hmm. and that's kind of where the magic happens i feel yeah. like those yeah. have been the I the best. Okay.
outcomes. Um, I want to ask you, I want to go a little bit back. It was more towards uh, the dating side. Yeah. Um, so right now you're, you know, when you do your modeling and, and when you do that, do you think um, when you get approached or I would assume your DMs are flooded? Um, <laughs> it's Instagram. Yeah. Uh, how do you, um, how do you determine who's serious and how do you determine who's actually writing to you interested apart from, you know, the, the work and the art that you're posting? Okay. So you're saying pretty much like the guys that reach out to me, whether it's DM or that they approach you, because I mean, you, know, you have, you know, a pretty good following, but again, you know, a lot of the pictures that you post, you know, it is modeling mm -hmm. some a little bit more like for the one you did with Justin, mm -hmm. that's it's pretty provocative. But it's you know I it's see art. I it's see art. it from the I mm -hmm. see it from the art right. side, but, but other people will be like, "Damn, she naked." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Objectify it. I mean, I get comments under my pictures all the time, like, "Jesus is gonna hate you. You're naked." I oh, get those. Really? Like, oh pair, yes, like, oh my god, in the Bible, like people go off in the comments. Like, you guys have no idea. Man. Does mm -hmm. it ever affect you? Like, you you read through it and you yeah, like, do you care? It doesn't affect me doesn't affect at all. You. I go to sleep at night like. <laughs> I don't think social media affects me that way. Yeah, at okay. the end, yeah, at the end of the day, man, a, a comment is just helping the algorithm out. Yeah, <laughs> like it's another. But idea. I can't distinguish like when guys approach me. I'm gonna be honest, 100 percent always. Mm -hmm. I told you guys, I don't meet people through social media. Like, really? there's never been a guy who DM'd me and like I DM'd him back and then we met and something happened. Okay, I'm gonna meet you in person. Yeah, like yeah. Instagram DM, like. For what? But think about it. I mean, what if they stumbled across your page? I mean, look, we have tell me, tell me. one is COVID. You know, people were kind of forced to a certain extent. Obviously, not in Miami. Miami's a free for all down here, but <laughs> to you know have to meet virtually. So there were these people that they would either meet online and then they they would graduate their relationship from texting to phone calls and then Facetime. It, it, no, it's hard to believe when you know you go up to Fort Lauderdale and people are coughing all over each other during yeah. like the peak <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But in other places, it's like a serious thing. Like people, everything was shut down. No one would interact. So you know, obviously, there is that side of online dating that's almost more common and more acceptable. Uh, you you don't give no. that yeah, like, an yeah, like, opportunity. No. No. That, Even that's if, not, I'm an organic person. Like, how can I? I need to see your face. Like, I need to look at you in the eyes and be like, okay, I like you. I meet you organically, like even if it's at the damn coffee shop, I'm yeah. not gonna meet you online. So where have you met people like uh, guys that you've been dating? If you no, don't, like, oh, yeah. I feel like I've met them out or like through a friend. Like my friend introduces uh, me uh, nice and stuff breaker. like that. Like my okay. friend's like, oh, I think he's cute. You would like him, and then you introduce me. Okay, I'll deal with that. Have, I'm what? sorry, go ahead. But I haven't done the whole like I don't. Oh. If I respond to a DM, it's literally being like, oh, thank you. Like, have you met a guy that you've been on dates with at work, but back when you went in industry, no. did, did it happen? It so, to be honest, work? I don't. Date. Like, I don't go on dates unless I really like you. How do you know you're going to really like them? Yeah, you got to meet someone. That's what I'm saying. I meet them first, like, organically. As friends, we chill, we hang out in groups, and then I'm like, uh, okay, so like some, So what if someone approaches you and, like, hey, you know, I saw you just got a coffee. You know, you were about to leave. I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again, so I wanted to say, I want to say hi and see if I can get you. I don't know. Again. I think I'm a little closed off. Maybe this is coming to me for see, a reason. A I'm a little unfair. closed off. Yeah, I'm a little like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> you see what I mean? That sucks because then there's people who, who they want to approach women and then you, just because you're closed off. But I'll say it nicely. I'll be like, no, thank you. I'm not interested, you know? But what if they're like super handsome? I don't know. What? Okay. It, it really it sucks, is just, though. maybe it's like how I am. Maybe, maybe it's depends. my personality. Mm. You, yeah, you seem very, like, I mean, maybe you guys would be intimidated when they see you, you know, like out in public. And then they're going to go later on, like, hey, 
Messenger. Look, barely guys nowadays come up to you like, let me take you out on a date. Most guys come up to you like, what's your Instagram, dude? What's your number? And I'm like, what makes you think I'm going to give it to you? Like, that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is the, the thing is like, obviously with the adaptation of social media, that's almost like, hey, what's your snap? You know, like yeah. that's a new asking for the number, oh, you know? Terrible. So it's a little frustrating. <laughs> I'll give them my Instagram just to get more followers. Uh, are you going to follow them back? I'm like, yeah. no. They're like, they, they always say this. You better follow me back. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry if you're watching this. I'm sorry. Everybody goes like, <laughs> it happened to me too. <laughs> um, have you ever kind of uh, messed around with dating apps, or has, is that something that you've tried? Okay, you so tried? one time, what's the one that everybody gets? Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. It was so weird. Why? How did it go? I, no, I never went on it. Like I went on it, and I will go, and I'll be like, "This is so weird," and I'll take it out. Yeah. Oh, you never give it a shot. That sucks, well, though. I feel like people are only there to have sex, no? That's what everybody says. So I'm like, I'm, away. I'm like, let me get out of here. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that is the stereotype, I'd say. A hookup. Uh, the hookup app. Yeah. It's what people. You guys have been on it? I've I've tried it years yeah. ago. Years yeah, ago. It's been a minute. How was that experience for you guys as men? You know, to be honest, I've used it when I was traveling because I travel by myself a lot. Nice. I'm going to be honest. Ripping dip, baby. It's like different locations. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've met some genuine people, uh, really cool people. When I've traveled, and you know, it's a good way to meet people, especially when you're like in a different city in a different country. That's true. That is true. Uh, I'm gonna be, yeah, like 100% honest with you. Like, I'm you travel like, alone? Most of the time, I do. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, I do. And then, guess what? How are you gonna meet people a lot of times? Yes, you could, you know, walk up to some chick at a, at a restaurant. Yeah, or but a then bar. she's gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah, she'll be like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I give you my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've, I've used it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I've used, the, I've used uh, Tinder in the, in the past, and it, you know, it worked out. No, not for That's me. Cool. I didn't not have any. Me. I didn't have any luck. Yeah, but you, you don't really need it. You know, you know. Well, shut the <laughs> fuck up, <laughs> hey. B. No, it. but it was years ago when I did, and I would play around with it, and I just thought I thought of it more as a game. Like, if I swipe right to you, would she swipe right? And back I've been offended me? something it was like, like that. The fun part. I would. I've been offended. And like. then it's funny because, like, <laughs> what, what about like when you meet somebody? No, when you know somebody, and you're like, oh shit, oh, I shit. found this person. You're like, man, if I swipe left and they find out I swipe left, that's kind of fucked up. So I swipe right. But then I find out they swipe left to me because we don't match. I'm like, hey, bitch, I yeah. did you a favor because I knew you. I, yeah, if I would see somebody that I would know, I'd be like, no, no, get the fuck out. Really? Yeah, oh, no. I was like, Yeah, oh, I, I don't want right. to see you. No. I'll be like, no. Hope you didn't see me. I just feel bad because it's like, oh, if I swipe left and, and they swipe right and they we don't match, they're like, man, this motherfucker swipe left. Well, when I had it, I would get guys that like, I would swipe left. Left is no, right? Left is no, left is okay, no. Okay, I would swipe left, but they would DM me through Instagram and they'd be like, oh, I saw you on Tinder. And I'm like, dude, the whole point is that if we don't match on there, you don't reach out <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, get the fuck out. You're, you're cutting the boundaries here. Like, yeah. why are you all up on my DMs? <laughs> doesn't work this way. That that yeah. work so they'd be doing that too. Awesome. Do you think that um with the... With the style of, you know, the things that you put out there, you know, when it comes to uh, art, you know, mm -hmm. your photography and, and your modeling and stuff. Do you think that that most guys would come at you with the wrong in, intention? Mm. That they'll think that maybe it's more physical rather than you have something deeper on right. an emotional level? I think in the past, yes. I think now, since I have started a little bit of rebranding, when I started my poetry page, and when I started to speak more publicly, you know, I started to just share under my pictures like what was on my head like i was like okay like i want people to follow me on instagram because yes i post pretty pictures i can be attractive but i want people to follow me to know what's going on in my head right you know so i feel like now i actually get messages from guys that are like oh my god like you're so different you're not on instagram posting your butt and this and that like you actually have depth to you like that's so attractive so i feel like now my audience has changed itself <laughs> but it's some game as thanks. well yeah okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> like, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. okay not the double top no, 
that's ruthless. No, but okay, that's cool. That's so I feel like my as I've rebranded, so has my audience as well. A lot of the guys that would just DM me for like, oh, you're hot. They don't really do anymore. They're kind of like. I, I saw a little bit of your writing and I was very impressed. I mean, uh, yeah, not, not thank you. for anything, but like it's, it, it is good. It's it is good. Thank so you. Thank you. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations. It's awesome. Love it. I want to see some of your writing. Yeah. I'll send well, them. got like what? Three books? Three books. You open up uh, another that's page crazy. Now. Yeah. I love writing. And I, again, I really didn't know my purpose until, you know, the life happened and couple of years ago have you always been writing like since you were young or? no but when i tra trace back like my my past writing like, I've, i was always very good at it like i came here when i was 16 and uh i didn't really know english and even back then i had to take these esol classes which is Me like too. You know, non wait Eng so wait english is your second language or english is my yeah. second language I, I, I was born someone in germany, germany. uh Say, what is that i love you oh cool. <laughs> what is it i love you i love you so yeah, like when I was writing English, like paragraphs and stuff like that, people, my my English teacher and all this, all this stuff was like, this is really good. And so mm -hmm. now in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, man, I, I was very good at writing, even when I was young, even when I you know barely knew the the language. The language. And obviously, as as I write more and you, you become more comfortable with who you are and and just your skill, you know, I'm sure you can relate. Mm -hmm. Your skill set just becomes better as you as you write and write and write. So. Agreed. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't know, I, I didn't, never thought I was good at anything, yet alone something as profound as writing. So now that I kind of find out who I am and I become comfortable with being vulnerable, that's kind of really when I'm opening up myself to, mm -hmm. to all the, the talent that I have. Because it's pretty much like therapy. Like, I feel yeah, like writing is my therapy. Like, if I feel good, bad, anything, I'm just like, I'm just going to write it. Yeah. And it's really like just between you and the paper. So I feel like that's what the interest me that you have with writing. You know, there's nobody there listening to you. you don't, you're not talking to a friend. You're, you just there between you on the paper exactly. and then when you share it people are like oh my god that's how i feel when i'm alone too yeah you know yeah it's crazy how like how much words can move you you know and, like okay i have a question for you guys okay. oh damn okay mm -hmm. when it comes to writing um and you have a partner how do you feel about sharing your experience about that partner like openly how do you think they feel what what, what what do you what do you mean? for example like i have you write poetry yeah i write poetry it's been about my past partners my past experiences yeah. oh. do you think that you're overstepping like sharing with I, yes, I, I, like you know what I mean. With it's the a, same partners a, that you wrote about, no, yeah, no, like different partners, different partners, yeah. like or experiences. Good question. Um, you know, I, I consider myself an artist, and so uh, I, mm -hmm. if I'm moved by a certain thing, or if I, if, you know, I hear a song and, I, and it takes me back to a certain experience, it's it's never to disrespect my current partner. You know, I'm dating somebody, but if I write something or if I post something mm -hmm. that happened to me years ago, it's not to diminish my relationship with my current partner. It's just that's that's it's a way for me to express myself. You know, same way artists and musicians they post stuff like breakup songs and they're like in happy relationships, and yeah, mm -hmm. they may have been experiencing some stuff in the past, but it doesn't directly affect who they're dating right now so with me personally yeah i, I post stuff and break up and, and sad stuff that happened to me years ago but it, that's just the, how i express myself I and, and and, and it, it, i never want to take anything away from my current experience and and it's not a disrespect it's just that's how i express myself that's just who i am but they met me that way you know like when i when they mm -hmm. met me i was writing so it's not something new to them so if they were to say hey why are you writing this well I'm a writer. That's that's what I. That's how I express my yeah, emotions. Yeah, I feel you on that. And, and it may have happened years ago, and it may not affect me. But right now, it's, it's still I, part I, of you. Exactly, it's who I am, and that's it made me who I am. I, I agree. Am. Um, I think that you know we are who we are today because of our experiences, mm. and we need to love that about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So people will talk about having a bad ex, and they're like, "Oh my god, I wish I never dated them." Like they were a piece of shit. But it's like, what did you learn? Like, exactly. Who are you today? I agree. Because yeah. of that, mm -hmm. you know. So I think that's the beauty of you know having those experiences. But the but 
think it could be very, the butt. I think it could be <laughs> very delicate because what if what you're writing mm -hmm. is exposing something about a previous partner that's there's still something deeper there and you're with your now your current partner like what if like you you write and like there's some sort of like writing of you know i still miss my partner or like what what we could have no been. you like, better not say you miss anybody well that's what, no but that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. because you know you're like, an what? artist you want to dig deep you listen to a song that takes yeah. you back to a moment maybe in that moment mm. when you're writing you you man th think of all these songs like these that that artists you know they make of reliving a moment that yeah. was was precious at the time what if it was with another partner would you share that with your current partner See, that's where it's that's delicate. Tricky. Yeah, that's but tricky. but at the end of the day, I think everybody, it's not necessarily like I, I miss this partner. Perhaps I wouldn't want to go back to it, but I, the experience doesn't mean I would like that moment. I would, I wish I could relive, but it doesn't mean I want to go back and, and, and be with this person again. Um, and I think at the end of the day, we all have this, these moments where it's like, man, I, I missed, I missed this experience. Just what difference is with you, we, we have as artists, we put this on paper or we digitalize it. We're just expressing it. Exactly. Right but it doesn't mean that they don't think about certain memories that take, I'm sure there's times with that in the past relationships where they were like, I had, I was generally happy and I, and I, and you know, that doesn't mean that it takes away from my current relationship or that I would go back with that person. It just means at that particular moment, I was happy exactly and I, I i enjoyed that moment but i get where you're coming from where it could be a delicate situation um me personally my past relationship was very very uh, intense and traumatic and but also it was also very good would i ever go back to it no of course not but are, are, exactly but are there moments that i've enjoyed tremendously and shaped me who i am yeah i'm grateful but so when i write i'm not like yeah i, I don't wish i would go back <coughs> And I don't miss this person. Sure, I, may, I miss the memories and I miss the, the things that we've created. But but it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Beginning, I can understand you because I'm a writer. Right. What is somebody who's not a writer? And it's the same thing about lifestyle. That is true. What is somebody that doesn't understand anything of writing and it's like, oh, you're writing about your ex-girlfriend? Like, what, you're not over her? Da -da -da -da. They won't understand what you're saying. Yeah. I understand you, but they won't. I think even if they, I'm sorry, I yeah. think even if they don't understand, it's a level of maturity and mm. security right? mm -hmm. that one has to have with themselves to say, oh, well, I'm comfortable so much in myself that I trust you enough to know that this was True. a past experience. Because if you're showing me that you love me, you're showing me that this is what we have. Yeah. And this is, this is what, what what's our focus is on. All of that other stuff, knowing that you're an artist, I can, even though I may not directly understand it, I have to be mature respect enough it. and respect it because Agreed. I know that that you provide me with the security and I'm secure within myself that that you're, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, like absolutely. That's I a mean, beautiful answer. Yeah. That's great. There's a very famous uh, <laughs> couple, uh, poetry, Samantha King and, and R.H. Sin. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they're married. And, but they're right. They constantly write about heartbreak and yeah, divorce and, and, and loss and stuff like that. Are those experiences from their past? Probably. Probably. But are they happy together? I, I mean, I would imagine that's what they express themselves. But they know that this is their art and this is how they express themselves. They have that level of trust and respect where they, they, they can be vulnerable to the world and not chip away from their from who they are and, 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 and the relationship that they have. So, yeah, 100%. You have to understand your partner. You have to... Um, does it work because they're both artists? Sure, I'm sure. I mean, if you're dating somebody who isn't an artist, maybe that's a discussion. You better love have. my art. Yeah, he I should mean, love it. Yeah, <laughs> you better. You be, he should you actually know. be my biggest fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's something you have to to to. Yeah, but you have to be understanding if you're on the other side of that spectrum and you you not maybe you can't relate to expressing your feelings like that. So yesterday I put on my story right to ask for relationship advice for us. Okay, cool. So do you guys want to hear some questions? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That Wait, before we get into that, because I do have, I have like two more questions. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. I'm going to circle back with that. 
Um, what are your long-term goals for yourself? And then I'm going to tie this into something, but okay. start with that. My long-term goals, I would say, is to be a mom. That's like my purpose. I'm so happy you answered that because that's the direction I wanted to go into. Yeah. Yeah. That is my purpose in life. I think everything that I'm doing now is just shaping me to be a mom and to be an example of a good woman for my kids and a good wife as well. I I agree with that. But I feel like that is my purpose in life. Okay. That's all I'm doing. That's my end goal right there. So that's your end goal. (laughs) But like, okay, you're going to be a mom. Is that really all you want to be? Because you're going to be a mom and then 18 years and then you're a mother. You'll always be a mother, mm-hmm. but they grow old. They're going to raise their own family. What are you going to do when they're, when, when they're out of the, the nest? That's your goal. That's your end goal to be a mom. Okay. There has to, there's a, there's a gap after they, they leave. No, there's no gap. You're yeah, a mom no. to the death. Right, I understand that. No, I hundred percent, but like they start their own family and, right, and but then like that. Like what, what's your goal after that? I feel like you, you remain a mom, though. Like, even if they go away anywhere, like, you're still going to be a mom, I, you know? No, I, 100, I understand that. You mean, like, that. when they already get older, and, like, what do I do for myself? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, like, if you're saying you, your purpose in life is to be a mom, mm-hmm. what, but, like, there has to be something else. Because, like, yeah, you, that, okay, you're, for you're example, shaping another human I, I'm being. A, I'm big on this. I tell my mom all the time, like, yeah, you're my mom, but put yourself first, too, you know? Because it's not that I'm going to put my kids in front of everything, and I'm just going to forget about myself. My kids are going to be the main thing for me. But I'm still going to be loving myself and doing things for myself. I'm not going to get lost in motherhood where I forget that I was Talia before I was a mother. That, that's, that where, sense? that's the direction I want yeah, to go. Yeah, which is why everything that I'm doing now is just preparing me to be a mom. Right. I'm still going to do all these things that I'm doing. Okay. But my end goal, like that is what I want out of life. Just to be a mom and to put into this world something that came from me. Of course. You know, that's what I would say. Do you have, do you have to add to that? No, I mean that, that's the thing because a lot of people they, they become mothers or, or parents and then they they forget they their identity kind of ties into that and then the kids and that's great and it's awesome that you know obviously you, you're raising another human being and, and and that's awesome but once they leave and then all of a sudden sometimes parents kind of lose their their sense of purpose right so like even for like mm-hmm. my mom like my mom had eight kids and we all over eighteen now they're all leaving and so she's kind of going through that the stage. Like she's like a tap. Well, it's, ine- it's inevitable. Like that's gonna happen, you know. This is my but question. what I have learned is that me as a like as my mom's daughter, I teach her things too. Right. Like she's my mom, right? And she's teaching me. She she pretty much raised me. Mm-hmm. But there's been situations where I'm actually teaching my mom things. I'm teaching her, hey, love yourself. Like, no, don't come and do this for me. Like, go and do that. Handle yourself. I'll right. handle. I'll handle my own things. And that's when like being a mom, you also become like you're learning as well from your of like course. offspring. Right, right, right. I think this is very cultural. Because I'm Hispanic. So when you answered that, I'm like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it. Like, because that's, that's a typical, I don't want to say Hispanic answer, but. No, but I get it. Yeah. I, I Cultural think, answer. I, I think, yeah, we understand that a mm-hmm. little bit. Because you, you, I was looking over her and I'm like, damn, I, like, I'm, I, I was getting a little frustrated. Because you were very challenging. Because for a mother, like, that's, that's everything for them. You know, like, that's their goal. Like, they're so happy being a mother sometimes where they don't need anything They don't else, need anything else. You know? I but you kept challenging that. And it's, be- be- of course, but being be- a mom is never like, oh, they left. I'm not a mom anymore. Like, you still have that that call, that meeting, mm-hmm. that that joining. Hey, I'll visit. It like, never stops. I understand, but no, no. The reason I was challenging is because you're going to have something for yourself. Right, mm-hmm. but she, but but she that, is, though. It's not why, like she's not doing anything now and... I need to be a mom, so let me find someone to put a baby in me. It's, exactly. She's creating something for herself, establishing herself. Like she said, she wants to be a role model for her kids <laughs> and what she's doing mm-hmm. to be that, that woman figure, not just a mother, a woman figure to, to, to have their, their, their children look up to her. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's establishing herself, but when she said it, like, 
I want to be a mom. Like, that's a big deal, especially when, like, in the Hispanic community, like, that's, like... Well, essentially, it's also, sorry to cut you off, it's also the most important job in the world, raising another human being and and, and putting them out into the world and teaching them everything. Great. It's a a beautiful experience. And I do feel like, okay, in the Hispanic community, right, it's very cultural. Mm. They want you to be a mom right away. Like, our parents had us when we were 15, 16. It's been pressure. Like, I'm 24, and my parents have looked at me before, like, when are you going to have kids? I'm here like, dude, I barely have a job. (laughs) What do you mean I'm going to have kids? So I think, like, the shift also, like, in generations, like, happens, which is, by 24, my mom already had a kid. I haven't. I don't think I'm ready for one, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm preparing myself to be one, to, like, be a mom. You get me? So what about when it comes to, um, we've had this conversation before, um, when it comes to roles in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are gender roles or should it be more um, progressive or it should be balanced? Because you're saying that you want to like, be, you want to be a mother, right? Yeah. And some may argue so this. Oh, so I think this is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, but what more do you want? You see, okay. in other relationships, a man would say, be the mom, be the wife. I got the bread. You make sure the crib is good. You know, where do you find that? Do you think that both of you should be making your bread or do you think if the man says, hey, I just want you to make sure the kids are good. And if that's what you want, you want to be a mom, you want to take care of them. You want to do your thing on the side, by, by all means. But don't worry about it because I got us. I think so I'm always going to do my thing. Okay. You know, I'm always going to have my own money. If my man wants to just take care of me and I use my own money for me and my kids, then I'm okay with that too. <laughs> you know, like if you're telling me I'll handle everything, just do your own thing and take care of the kids and that's fine. I think when it comes to gender roles, okay. Again, I'm like Hispanic. So usually like men is a provider, the woman is a t- caretaker. Okay, yeah. That's what, I don't think I have a problem stepping out of the caretaker to be the provider though. And I don't think he should have a problem either stepping into the caretaker even if he's a provider. Because there's going to be days where let's say I have to go to work and you're going to have to take care of the kids. You need to know everything about the kids the same way that I do. Of course. You I mean, know? No. And sometimes it's like, "Oh, he goes to work and like he, he has to take care of them and he has no idea what to do." No. Like, no. Yeah. Like you need to know what I'm doing. I need to know what you're doing so, so that balance. it should be a balance be a balance i mean i 100 percent uh yeah follow into that because at the end of the day like i don't want to have my my wife just raise the kids like i want to be in the picture exactly. just as much as she is like uh i think i mean it's, it's like a hispanic thing or it's across cultures where guys are bringing in the money and he's like oh i don't know what's going on with the kids like mom the, the mom's handling the kids that's I not how i was that. raised like my dad and my mom have always been like a team yeah. So that's the example that I guess I'm following as well. Like my, if let's say for example, like my mom is working today. If my dad's home, like he'll cook. There's nothing wrong with cooking. Like he's a man, yeah, he's cooking. I love it. And is it the other way around? My mom is cooking and my dad's working. Like there's no really like, oh no, that's what my mom. That's what your mom does. There's I, I, that doesn't I, exist in my I house. I love that. Okay, hundred percent. So it's it's not. So you want to ask it the, who who pays the bill on on the on the first date then? No, no, no. It's a, <laughs> that, that's a universal established. Wait. No, we've asked this. We've asked this a bunch of times. So it's the yeah, guy. Yeah, but though. we we gotta get a dip. There you go. So it's the guy. If it's for me. It's the guy. Huh? It's the guy. I think a man should feel like a man providing. Does that make sense? Okay. Just like a woman feels like a woman taking lo- care of him. I actually I love that answer. Actually, you feel me? You no no no. Don't I don't like, like that answer. <laughs> what do you mean? No, you're no, just no. like. <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> no 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 i'm, I'm just like I'm does just, it make you f- i feel like as a man for example i'm putting myself out of my shoes i can see that if i was a man it's not that like you're expecting me to do it it's that i want to do it i want to pay the bill on the first day because i'm the man you know and i want to like, feel like I i'm can. providing for you and, and most of the time the guy initiates the f- like if i ask like on a first date have you ever asked a guy out on a first date no. probably not uh, exactly <laughs> so if they ask you out on a date of, of course I mean, they should pay yeah right if i to mm-hmm. ask you hey let's go to have dinner at this really nice spot I am asking you out. 
of course I'm going to pay. And I feel like that's that's that should be understood. It should be. Mm-hmm. I think it's also normalized that, <clears throat> that the guy pays mainly because the guy asked for the date. Um, but what if it's an agreement like, hey, um, you know. Let's Would you want to go out? Some, I don't know. It's like one person always asks first. Right. That Have you ever true. been in a position where you've asked? Or maybe not asked directly, but maybe like, hey, you know, let's. Initiated a date? Yeah, let's go. Like, let's say you work with someone or. I don't know. You're like, oh, let's go. I feel like, okay, what have my experience? The guy's always been like, Like dude, I'm going to pay. You get what I mean? Like, that's just, it's been my experience. In your dating experience, like, even if you dated for months and stuff like that. Oh, no, no. There's times that, like, if you're my boyfriend, like, I'll pay. You get me? Uh, Okay. What are you thinking? No, 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 that's good. I think we can shift into your questions because I have a a direct question, but go into that. Why you don't want to ask it? What is it? Yeah, but I, I think when we ask the questions, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Go ahead. love it. Okay, let's see. Let's see some questions. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. It says, "What is the best and biggest lesson a relationship has taught you?" Oh. Actually, I had something similar like that written down. Um, oh, you want to go first? Two things. Okay, I guess not. You go. First. I say it all the time, but you actually put um, you posted it yesterday on on the Marvin Wrights. But I say it all the time. You do say it all. It's the time. um. But I'm glad you <laughs> I should have given you a tag. I want a little, like, <laughs> tiny little. <laughs> it's, um, the problem is not you versus your partner. It's you and your partner versus the problem, number one. Okay. Number two is if you can't take care of you, how can you expect someone else to take care of you? And how can you expect yourself to take care of someone else? It ties into what we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to make sure that you're secure. You have to make sure that you're, you're put together, that you're able to be by yourself and not rely on someone else mm-hmm. to make you you. Because when they're gone, who what's you, left? Who are you? You know what I mean. That's where you have to have that. So those are my those are my two. I love biggest that. lessons. Yeah. My biggest lesson have have a purpose. Know who you are. Know what you want out of life. I'm not saying have it all figured out, but don't be lost. Like that was my biggest thing. I didn't know what I wanted, who I was, who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do out of life. Now that I have that, that kind of sense, it comes with a sense of security. Like, I know my worth. I know my sense of self-worth. I know my, I know what I can bring to the table. I'm not scared to eat alone. I'm not scared to be alone. Being able to be alone is, is the biggest asset you can, asset you can have. Um, once you have that security, you're not going to be discouraged. But if you meet somebody and, and, and they're independent and mm-hmm. they have their own time and... and if, if you have that security, if they leave, well, you still have yourself. Good. You're good. You do not lose yourself in that person. And I think that's the biggest challenge that you have when you date somebody, especially after after a while. And it's normal. Your your wants became, their want, wants become your wants, wants and their needs become your needs. Mm-hmm. In a way, it is, it is it's, it's going to happen. But don't lose who you are. Have your own things. Have your own group of friends. Have your own purpose. Agreed. Have your own routines, whether it is yoga, the gym, whatever it is, have like don't stop being you just because don't stop being you just because you're dating another person and that is my biggest lesson yeah in relationships you kind of build an identity mm-hmm. around the relationship exactly mm-hmm. and then when that relationship's no longer there you don't even know who you are exactly yeah, you lose like your, what do i do now you lose your identity mm-hmm. so that's why it's important and that's why breakups are so difficult and it's like you literally have to relearn everything so for me the biggest advice mm-hmm. for people listening or whatever to answer your question is no be you be your own person focus on you focus first. on yourself i think and my everything biggest else lesson has been that you're not in control. You're not in control of the other person. Like, mm. you're not. Like, you stop trying to be. Like, right. that's my biggest, and I'm saying because I've been controlling of myself. Like, yeah. this is coming from, like, my own experience. I've always tried to control, you know, like, in the sense of, like, I don't want you to do this, or I don't want you to do that, or, like, pretty much I don't want you to, like, mess up. And it's like, that person's gonna mess up if they want to. 
And if they don't want to, then they won't. You're not in control of their actions. You're only in control of yourself. So worry about your side of like, like put yeah. like put your 100%. If the other person's not putting theirs, you can't force them. You can't control that. You know, like, and I feel like in a relationship, it happens both ways. Like, sometimes you're like, you need to do this. And you start, like, asking for things. Like, you shouldn't ask for anything. You know, like, the other person, you should be like, hey, look, I wouldn't want you to do this. This is how I feel about it. And it comes to respect and agreement. Right. Now, when I try to control you and tell you, like, you better not do that, that's where you're going to, like, mess up. Chris would always tell me, it's like, you know, like, you can't, like, people would be so whether they're jealous or insecure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it. As do long, it. But the, the, the key here is, if you're doing everything you can to to make this per- person happy, make this relationship last, mm-hmm. that's all you then can you, do. Exactly. And if they mess up, that's on them. Yeah, I and had that, to learn that. That was, that was something that Chris mm-hmm. would kind of like, planted the seed. Yeah, you can't control their actions, but you, you can, can control exactly. your own. reaction. Mm-hmm. You can control your 100%. reaction. And if they mess up, or if they, they would, that's on them. You gave it your all, there's nothing that you should be ashamed or be guilty, or you feel like you're not enough, never. So yeah, that was my biggest so lesson for me. Yeah, for sure. I love that. We're back what on. else you got? Okay, you so got this is somebody who's sharing their experience and they're asking for our advice. It says, my man is going through depression and acts distant. Should I let it go or work through it? He's going through depression? Ask it one more time. Okay. This is what she's asking. Ready? It says, my man is going through depression and is acting distant. Should I let it go or go through it? Well... This is my take on it, and and uh, you you can offer somebody help, and you can give all the advice and all the tools. But if they don't, if they're not willing to take that help, take that advice, there's nothing you can do, and you don't want to break yourself uh, and kill yourself because somebody and, else and can't blame yourself. And blame yourself. So, you know, as a good partner, you you, you give the support. You you you, if, whether it's finding therapy or somebody to talk to or being vulnerable or having that conversation. What do you need from me? I, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. But at the end of the day. If they don't want to hear that, there's nothing you can do. You can't force them. So uh, with, the, with the fear of saying, well, stick by their side no matter what, and then you're going to end up getting burnt. Be careful. But at the same time, as a partner, you want to be open. You want to help. But don't let your sense of self-worth be, be the expense. You know, don't kill yourself mm-hmm. over somebody else's. That's their mental health, and it's an important aspect of, the, of, of who they are. But their mental health has to come first, and they might have to tackle that by themselves. I concur. Yes. Um, ultimately, it goes into what we said. Like, we can't control their actions. However, they, they handle pressure and depression, stress, whatever. Um, you can only be there as, a, as an extension to support. But at the end of the day, if they need to do it by themselves or they just don't want you around, and may, may not be personal. Yeah, because the person is he's like, he's <laughs> acting distant. So, meaning like he's like pushing her away. Right, and then that's where you, because here's the thing, we we will never understand what somebody else is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have different experiences, so then that's where we kind of have to be mature and and uh, very understanding of of not understanding and being being able to be like selfless and say, well, mm-hmm. you know, I cope, uh, you know, to uh, uh, I cope with things a certain way, but and this is how I do it. He probably just needs space. So me, I need to be that partner and say, okay, I'm here when you need me. Whatever you need, let me know. Now, if it becomes a pattern or maybe he gets that. out of that depression, that's when you discuss, hey, how can we do this together? How can we avoid this? Mm-hmm. So we had an obstacle. We found a resolution. Now, how do we fight it if it were to happen again? And you build a plan on how to kind of tackle these obstacles. Mm-hmm. The only a relationship way is work. People don't understand yeah. that. Experience is your best teacher. Mm-hmm. The only way you learn something is by doing it. When a kid touches a hot pan and, and you tell him, don't touch it, it's hot. What is he going to do? He's going to touch it. God! He won't touch it again. Yeah. He won't touch it ever again because now you know. It's the same thing in a relationship but with anything. You know, you, something happens, 
fuck, now I know not to do it. When he mm -hmm. was telling me about his relationship issue with, with your ex, right. he would, like, there's things that he wants to do. And I'm like, don't do it. But if and then we do. I'm them. like, do this <laughs> because if you don't do it, this is gonna happen. And he goes, oh, but Chris is doing hard. So then sometimes he wouldn't listen to me. He'd do something mm -hmm. else, and what I said would happen. What and then happened? he would come back and be like, damn. That me and my girls have that conversation all yeah. the time. Like, especially like I have younger friends too. Sometimes or just I've had experiences that they haven't. And it's like I'm watching you go through them, and I'm looking at you. And I'm looking in the mirror. I'm looking at my younger self, and I'm looking at you like. This is what's gonna happen. She's like, you think so? But I, I'm like, just let it be. I'm like, I always let my friends, this is something that I think is the topic that should be talked about. Like, I'm a friend to you. You do whatever you want with your life. My job is to be your friend. If you wanna get back with him, even though he's cheated you a hundred times, I can only be there for you the hundred and first time and you wanna cry again. Mm. That's, I'm your friend. Like, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm here to support you and to guide you through the right direction. But if, do you feel like if they keep coming back to you and asking you for advice and they keep doing what you, that what you tell them not to do at some point aren't you gonna be like yo i already told you what you're gonna what you should be doing fuck off if you i wouldn't don't listen say to me. okay i wouldn't say the fuck off okay like i'm I've not had, saying for, you know, no no like, but like i've had that experience i've had <laughs> that experience you know like i've had the friend but i've also been the friend that gets back with the person all the time nah, and i keep coming back from my friends to advice so i've been the person asking for advice and still getting back with the person and i've also been the friend so i feel like that's what makes me be more understanding of my friend coming to me like yeah. The hundred times. Who, who are you to say don't you know if you do it exactly no is that it will happen to you then you'll be on mm. the other side and then you're like damn i wish my friend was there for me right. i'm just there for you as a friend you want to come cry you can come cry you want to come oh, and go out God. and forget about him we could do that too i'm just there to, to be a friend <laughs> you would tell me to fuck off i will yeah, tell you to fuck he, off he has <laughs> i have i have <laughs> literally but then because you want to know what i don't i this is going to sound really bad and i think it's a little extreme but you know we're running a little bit out of time so i kind of want to i consider that a bad friend um indirectly okay because okay good you so you get me because you can the right thing to do is to pretty much tell them you're a fucking idiot don't fucking talk to me because then they're gonna be like but I, now what do i do it's like bitch you keep putting yourself in these in these positions you ask me for help i'm giving you help you if you don't want advice you just want to vent fine tell me that then but i if, guess that too help but if you're coming yeah. but if you're coming for advice and and i'm giving you advice and you don't want to listen to it you're wasting my time because now I'm investing. Like, I care about you. And you're choosing to hurt yourself over... Choosing yourself. Instead of choosing yourself. When I'm here choosing you before anybody else. I'm choosing you before me right now. But you can't see that? Like... Well, I think I've built boundaries in my friendships where that doesn't happen to me. Like, you can come to me a hundred times. Your relationship is not affecting my life, though. You get me? You can vent to me. You can say, like, my life is falling apart. And I would listen to you. But that emotional baggage is yours to carry. Yeah. I'm not going to absorb it. And I think yeah. that's when it comes to like even energetic like energetic boundaries. Like I can be next to you and you can be depressed. Doesn't mean that I'm going to go home and be depressed though. Right. You get me? No, I yeah, get it. I get I, I'm that. just more of the, um, you know, if you. If tough you, love. If tough you, love. You, Sometimes yes. you got to be the, the, mm -hmm. the bad friend in order to be the good friend. Because I care. I get that. Because I, I care. And I care more about you than you yourself if you're allowing yourself to put, to put yourself through that. Well, so, I always say the truth. But it's maybe your delivery is different from mine. I don't yeah. think I'm the tough love. I think I'm the straight up. Like, I'll tell you straight up, but if at the end of the day you want to get back, I'm like, well, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm still your friend, though. I'm not going to tell you, like, yo, you're pissing no, the fuck off. I'll still be the friend, but I'm just more of like, like, okay, you know you're being hurt, so I would rather hurt you and make you feel like a fucking idiot. Because then, <laughs> yeah. you're, then when you do get hurt, you're going to be like, Chris was right. I'm a fucking idiot. I should have never gone back to this person. I should have never allowed this to happen. Mm -hmm. So he's here telling me what I'm going to ultimately feel like. So then there's this realization of, damn, Chris, you were right. Like, now I woke up. Now mm -hmm. I see what you meant. You Instead know what it just, is? 
like in your friend group, you have that friend and you have this friend. You have the friend that you go to when you want that type of answer, and there's a friend that you go to when you want this Larry. type of answer. Yeah, you had gone to Larry and with me when you were going through. Yeah, yeah. Know. Sometimes you need different advice. Different advice guess, from different it. friends. You but, have the friend that's gonna be like, "You're fucking retarded." Right. But I have I, the friend that's gonna be like, "You're retarded, but I love you." <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> you get me? I, I sometimes can find myself being in the middle, like because I've had people reach out to me, and I'm like, I I can be compassionate, and I think that's important, mm-hmm. and and I understand where they're coming from, and be gentle. And then there's other times where they do it again, or they do something else, and then it's like, okay, now I'm gonna be the fucking the asshole tell you yeah, how yeah, it yeah. is so I sometimes agree. you gotta notice uh, uh, shift gears because <laughs> and I, I've, chris has been like that sometimes where he's like okay you gotta be a little gentle a little subtle and then he's like switches around when you do it again because he's been like that with me as, as well there's mm-hmm. been times where you've been a little bit more gentle and then you've been like yo fuck this guy he keeps doing it <laughs> now like i'm gonna fucking uh, lay the hammer but because uh, at the end of the day it's all love you're still being a good friend though right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. your intention it's is a good good intention. Yeah, right. sometimes it's almost like being a parent. Like sometimes you 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 got to be the bad parent in order to be the good parent. It's true. You know? I agree. I told that it's almost like a like participation trophies almost like where you kind of like you don't want to say you're doing good. Like don't worry about it. Like no, sometimes you have to wake them up and say yeah. you fucked up. Yeah, you, <laughs> lost, you lost. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this little ribbon you have. <laughs> Fuck that. You lost. All right. Yeah. Do better next time. Literally. So that's how I am when it comes to certain things. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm not gonna baby you through it. Like you're an adult. Wake up. This is real life. Okay. I'm unbiased. I'm not emotionally attached. You are. So you're being blinded by your decisions. I do that. I'm not. Mm. So mm-hmm. this is what someone who's logical would do in this situation because this is what's in front of you that you're not seeing because you're choosing your heart over your, over your like brain, the, your the logic, reality. You know? So that's where I remove all of emotion whenever just I talk like, to people. Here's the cold truth. And yeah. I like when people tell me the cold truth. I actually keep friends around that like, tell me, like, tell me how it is. Please, yeah, like, we gotta be boys then. But we need to be, but that's what you have friends for. Like, I check you, you check me. That's what you guys do to each other. And that's what good friendship you know? is based mm-hmm. off of. Like, not like yes, 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 but like no. You but I will still let you do it. Like, I'll tell you the cold truth, and I'll be like, you want to still do the wrong thing? Go. Well, sometimes the best Go. teacher is the lesson itself. Yeah, it's the it's that they're falling on you. Look, they're gonna listen face. to you, but they're gonna do whatever they want. They have to. Whether yeah. you there's a wall, I'll run into it. I tell you, you're gonna run into that wall. They have to run into it themselves. But then they're gonna think back, man. Talia told me I'm gonna run into, into yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Now but I, I let you run into like, it. Okay, that's when yeah. you kind of build that rapport and that like mm-hmm. strengthen it, that bond yeah. with that person because it's like, man, like they were looking out for me. Yeah, I agree. You know, they weren't just being assholes to be an asshole. They were being an asshole right. because trying to avoid for me looking like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. I think you had. One we're more almost thing. done. Yeah. I mean, man, we're gonna. Comp- it's not gonna flow. But I know. <laughs> I feel okay, like it's important because look, um, you. I don't want to call you an influencer. I hate that word. Um, I think you're more than that. But yeah. you are, I would say, pretty mm-hmm. well connected with, we'll call them other uh, artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, um, a lot. so now it's it's almost easy within this world of, of making money. Because if, if you do have a large following, you can promote whatever you want. You'll mm-hmm. get some money out of it. But there's also the shift of... I don't want to say it. You say it. You say it. You say it. And OnlyFans. Okay. So we had an episode over a year ago, maybe. And it was, um, would you date someone with an OnlyFans? Which, that's not the question I'm going to drill you with. But, you know, you're a very beautiful girl. And I'm sure you know people who have OnlyFans. Do you think that you will ever step into that side? Because now, it's it's more accepted I now. love that you asked me this question. It's more like, accepted I now than ever. It. Because there's people who are literally quitting their jobs to do that. And are now financially free. Because okay, of here. Rude Awakening. I had an OnlyFans. Okay. For a month. I'll say last year. Yeah, last. 2019. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't 19 summer. So at the same time, I was working at Central. Okay. And uh, I had it for a month because I rode the wave. I'm like, you know, everybody's doing it. Like, you get influenced. You're like, 
everybody's doing it. What's going to be the big deal? Like, and then you lose like sense, right? That's what I would say. Because you're like, it's just your butt, right? And then it's like, this is how it was my experience. I went into it, right? I started just posting lingerie pictures. Okay. And then what people don't realize is that you're being programmed in that app because they're asking you for more. Constantly, there's a pressure coming from your audience, like audience. just lingerie. No, take your top off. No, no nipple. Are you serious? It's gross. No, and then, and then you have the reviews outside of the OnlyFans, like don't buy her OnlyFans. Like she's scamming. It's there's sc- nothing new. Oh, it's like a thing, no, right? I like was the worst Reddit. on Reddit. They hate me on Reddit. Yeah. they're like she's a scammer. <laughs> there's no nudes on it. Yes. Yeah, so then you have the pressure coming from all sides of like you should be showing more, and then you have the DMs because what people don't notice that. What these girls are saying that they're making, they're not making it out of subscriptions. They're selling private videos yeah. through DM. Through the subscription. Exactly. Wait, through the DM. Eh, on OnlyFans? On OnlyFans. Yeah, on OnlyFans. Okay. Much. Pretty much how it works is that there's a subscription, right? And people DM you. And through DM, you can say, like, I'll send you this video if you pay $200. Uh, so to pay $200, I send you the private video. Yeah, yeah. So that's how really, like, the money is being... Generate. So Generate, to subscribe yeah. is just to kind of be, like, in your community. Right. You will have see access, my post, what I post publicly. Publicly, and I can talk to you. And but I can't DM you if I'm not subscribed? Exactly. Gotcha. So gotcha. in my experience, I don't talk to Anna. I think these girls are making bank. Like, right. girl, you're getting money. Do your thing. If it doesn't bother you, if it doesn't change who you are, then that's okay. To me, it was changing who I was. It was changing how I was viewing myself because, yeah, I, I get it. Like, I am attracting this, but I don't think I'm a sex symbol. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. the only thing I have to offer is sex. You're you know? more than that. Right. Exactly. So throughout the one month that I did it, I just didn't like it. Like, I just started getting guys like, hey, if you sell me a private picture, I'll send you $3,000. I'm like, $3,000? Maybe I won't do it the first time, right? I won't do it the first time. But let's say a year from now, I get asked this question how many times. I'm already programmed into being like, Like, think of how many thousands. Think of how many thousands I would have made. So then you lose that, like, clarity of like what you would and wouldn't I think do it's that integrity you, know? you also become like, yeah desensitized because that's first, the word that i was looking you're not for. doing it for yourself anymore you're doing it for, for the money yeah and people money and where, and is where's a big the line blind. and where's the line <clears throat> first <throat> it's new then it's well, where else would you go with this now i paid ten thousand dollars to meet up that is what i'm telling to you go on a date whatever that is what i'm telling you, know? you. from my experience yeah. that's the experience i had like yeah. i wouldn't do it again just in a month you got that in a month how much i made no 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 in a month like that's what all this, like, yes. you were being exposed to within yes. that month. Because I was being shaken in my bones. Do you get me? Like, it was an experience where, like, maybe to somebody else, to have it, to show themselves like that, it didn't bother them. Mm-hmm. I can post a naked picture on Instagram. Yeah, but that's artistic. I'm showing you my body right. in an artistic way. I'm not in a thong, bend over, hey, here I am. Does that make sense? It's, there, there's difference. And there's also an audience. Like, I'm on Instagram and I'm sending it as art. I'm on OnlyFans sending it to creepy guys saying, like, hey, I want to have sex with you. True. And they yeah. pay so they feel, like, entitled to, to see weird. more, right? To me, to me, I just... It's not for you. It's, it's not for, it wasn't for me. You know you know what I like doing in my free time? Um, do you know Angie Verona? Yeah, I do. You cool I love her. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of our homegirls, too. You, well, you know Angie. You know Angie. And it's kind of, it's creepy, but it's also super funny. Um, <laughs> whenever I'm bored, I go through her comments on oh, some of her I saw, pictures. I've seen some of her stuff. Dude, I think I've seen, what man, are it is the most gross thing. Yeah. Like, you'll find people that'll be like, oh my God, honey, I wish I can like lick this off of you. And I click on it. It's like an old guy yeah. like with a family. Yeah, but you feel like we're normalizing this kind of behavior towards, you know, like. Uh, Upcoming? Yeah. Of course. I think of my kids. We were talking about being a mom. And I'm. how can I be a hypocrite? Like, if my daughter looks at me and she's like, I want to make one. I'm going to look at her like, I don't think you should. You want to go and do it and you want to learn on your own? That's what I'm telling you. I'm like, I wouldn't allow it, but I don't have control over what she right, does. You get me? My mom didn't like right, it. Right, right. I'm, I'm very close to my parents. Like, I'm very open. So I had talked to my mom about it. She was not supporting it. Is she going to tell me, like, 
I won't talk to you if you do it. No, she let okay. me do it. I learned on my own. I lasted a month. I was there like, get me out of your mom. Uh-huh. And then I was able to tell her like, look, I did it. I didn't like it. You were right. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. She be like, oh, I told you so. Exactly. Man, and yeah. you deal with that. I told the way you so. I see it now. I'm much more open, open minded to like that yeah. because it's one. It's very it's like a wave that mm-hmm. was being uh, ridden. It was like, um, dude, it's, it's just so smart. Like, it, I don't want to say scamming, but like, dude, hustle, man. Like, if, if it's for you, if, if it's easy and you don't care, obviously mm-hmm. you, you were more. You don't want people. You don't want to be visualized, visualized like that. But. It Bro. wasn't about people though. It's not about being how they view me. It's how no, I started being. Right, like, right, right, I right, started right. looking at myself in the mirror. Like, is this really all I got? Like, I'm not saying not to go on OnlyFans. There's people that have OnlyFans and sell other that, things on OnlyFans. Right, right. Talent yeah, on OnlyFans. Yeah, true, true. Platform. You know. So it's like you choose what you want to sell. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's like. fair. But, but regardless, if you want to sell ass, you want to sell tits mm-hmm. or just lingerie, whatever the fuck it is that you do. You're gonna be making bread off that girl. Do it. Girl, no, go for it, man. Look, I have so many influencer friends that do it, and I'm looking at them like, girl, you do it. I'll take your picture. I'm right. like, come on, do this. You know, but that's it. Like, I respect it. Just like you should respect my decision of like it wasn't for me. True, true, you know? true. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where we need to be mature about it. I didn't you know? think these girls should care. That's why I told you. I don't think they do. I know. Yeah. They don't, don't and they don't. shouldn't. That's why I was telling you. That's how people view you. It's about if your if your character can handle that or not. My character, I couldn't handle it. I was like this pressure coming from men, creepy men. It's stirring yeah. my soul in the wrong way. Yeah. Started, you know what I think it is the lesson that people need to learn when it comes to this. Not just because it's money doesn't mean that it's your money. Does that make sense? Like I knew I could go on OnlyFans or not, I make hella bread, but I don't think that's the wealth that I'm supposed to touch. I think my wealth is gonna come through other outlets that sure. are me. Right, right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think I like my that. art is gonna come and repay me even more money than OnlyFans. Yeah, because the way that you know? I see that for OnlyFans, if you know it's there, bro, and you're just like, man, I can just post a couple of pictures and, you know, I still got my own stuff. Maybe I got my own business. I'm doing my sure, own sure. thing. Sure, sure. Like but if I hustle. post a fucking extra picture of me, like, in a bikini or in a laundry <laughs> and I'm true. getting paid bank for it, well, hey, I'll po- bro, I'll post my own shit on that if, if I was getting paid for that. So would you date a girl with OnlyFans? That's the question. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, because I know he wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's not, it's not for me. Um, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't yeah, care. We've talked about it like a year ago and it's, yeah. it's just not my cup of tea. Um, but then now we got to talk about gender roles because then if you're going to be making bank off that OnlyFans, you better be treating me with some fucking paragamos. <laughs> and, 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 and he's just thinking he's dining, like, baby. you're trying to be a stay-at-home dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll raise the I'll wear my fucking <laughs> apron. apron with nothing else on. Yeah. Waiting for you with a, with, with a That's hilarious. dinner cooked. Yeah, Already everything ready. Yeah, but Chris, you're a lot more you know, open about that. Yeah, because I, I think uh, no, 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 nothing you know to say bad. But I'm very no. secure within myself. Where if I'm in a relationship with someone and they mm-hmm. choose to take that di- in that direction, bro, yeah, I'm comfortable enough with myself and with our relationship that I trust you enough. Like, bro, make that money, honey. I don't give a fuck. I get it. Nice. I think as a girl, though, I I've had okay, I've had an experience with a guy that didn't care. Right? He's like, oh, I don't care. But then I'm kind of like. Why don't you care? You know? Uh, it goes both ways. Yeah. It goes, ba- it, yeah, it goes both ways. I'm triggering you right now just to make you like realize. Like, yeah. You might tell me you don't care, but eventually I'm like, you don't care? But that's like, a little, I'm half naked. But what don't do you, you think you that's kind of toxic, though? That's some toxic Damn, behavior. Damn, cut the camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 cut this out. No, but, but there's also some people like, oh, like yeah. I, I don't want jealous guys. But then there's there are guys that are not jealous at all. And then it goes like, man, why is he I don't want jealous? a jealous guy. Okay, I don't want you to be jealous, but I want you to be... Like you want me, you know, like to protect me. Uh, like that's what it is. So. I think you not wanting is you protecting that person from like really the audience that I'm telling you're engaging with, maybe. you know? Right. Or you get lost in it. Like you might start, like you said, you start by just setting the picture and then you end up $10,000 for meeting up and then $20,000 to have sex. And it's like, now yeah. you're a whole, Fly you out, and now you're a prostitute yeah. and you didn't even notice how you ended up there. 
That happens too. Slow. That is true. That is that happens. I was watching an interview with ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on he was on the summer radio show, whatever it was, man. And he was saying how how he's like, Oh, I've never flown a chick out. I I've never it, paid yeah. that. Bro, I love that video. And and then the girl asked him, like, oh, but you know, you know, some of your boys have done it. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, you know, like some women are literally willing to be like, oh shit, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, oh, they're course. gonna fly me out for this much money yeah. and give me a fucking you know ten bands and then I can fly <laughs> back out. You probably know something like that. I don't know. You laughing like if you're like, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm in the Keep in the together. lifestyle, so yeah. I can I hear it. I'm like, of course, it's exactly. normal. Exactly. So yeah, oh, whatever, man. Hey, if that's what if I do, do, you man, whatever makes you happy. Is exactly. At the end of the day, yeah. Who gives a fuck? Like if you do if you're that, my friend, and you have an OnlyFans. I'll be the first one to promote you. I'm gonna retweet you. I'm gonna post you on my story. Like subscribe to her thing because that's just who I am. Like. My life doesn't have to be yours. Like you do whatever you want. That's so weird. Like, take a look at your story. I'm kind of. I'm kinda <laughs> <laughs> your feet. <laughs> I gotta say, like, man. Sometimes, like, you know, I'd be like, man, I'd love to support some chick, but it's like, can you imagine, like, someone going through your bank statements and they're like, OnlyFans. Yeah. Does it show up as OnlyFans? Or Dude, I, I had a customer. I work at a bank. I had a customer call in and he goes, man, my card's blocked. I don't know why. There's some transaction. I'm like, all right, let me check it out. And, I, and he goes, bro, the guy fraud. <laughs> I'm like, boy, I just see a lot of OnlyFans things. I mean, you probably do have fun. He goes, nah, those are those are legit. Those are legit. Those are legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what are the numbers? Yeah. Right, come on, boy. And That's I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, those girls. Dalia, it was an honest uh, pleasure to have you. I think it's been great. Likewise. Uh, unfortunately, all good things come to an end. Not all good things. Well, this good thing is coming. To <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right. But, you know, before we close off, we always like to have the guests. You can either say it to us or directly to the camera, but it's pretty much like a final thoughts moment. So something that you either want to, you know, share with an audience, maybe something you'd want to tell your, your, your younger, younger self. self. Any advice, like one deep piece of advice you'd want to give someone? Call it okay. It's time to break up. I would say that if you're looking for love, look within, because that's where it is. That is my final statement. Oh, I, like that. That. I like that. Simple, Damn, smooth, and straight up. Well, it's time to break up. <laughs> Sorry, Dalia. Yeah. It's um, okay. We're over, guys. <laughs> Just make sure to say that I broke up with you guys first. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Thank you so much. It was really an honor. Thank you, you know, for, no, for supporting you. us from day one. You know, you followed us and, and you, know, you showed interest. And, and, of course, you know, here we are. You know, we did well, it. A year later. We made it. Um, but, yeah. So, for those of you watching, thank you very much for for support, in. for tuning yeah. in, for sharing, for, for just sticking by our sides since the day one. We you, really appreciate it. Yeah, if you made it this far, please like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff because YouTube, Instagram, and all them other yeah. social media outlets, that's what they read. You kind of need that. So we need that support. support. Please support. Um, anything else? No, I think, I think that's We're it. Wrapped it up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank Thanks you so for much. Tuning in, guys. We out. Appreciate it. <laughs>